Welcome to the Benzo Rehab Dungeon. I am your host, Michael Deebs. Joining me is co-host Danko Suvin. It is January 9th, 2021. The world is fine and everything is good. Uh, Danko, how you been, buddy? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's all I got to say, brother. It's just everything is in God's hands now. <laughs> that's, that's all I can say. Yeah. All I can say. Cool. Things keep getting. Um, what's the word that I'm uh, looking for? Uh, uh, gooder. Good. Gooder. Gooder. I mean, I feel gooder and gooder. Uh, I feel more validated as what's <laughs> going on. That's fair. And, yeah. And validation wasn't ever what I was trying to go for. Uh, yeah. You never. Person. The 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 Shakespearean fool never wants to be right. Yeah. No. Uh, no pre- precisely that. Um, man, it's, it's been a pretty slow news week. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's chill. I mean, we probably shouldn't even be doing an episode this week. I mean, yeah, we, we strongly considered taking the week off, but, uh, you know, in, in the interest of, uh, all three of our Patreon supporters, we mm-hmm. figured we might as well. Um, yeah. Uh, so a, uh, Slightly interesting thing happened this week where a gaggle of uh, completely directionless uh, maniacs stormed our our capital and... Oh, you mean the Antifa guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which which is uh which is funny that you mentioned that that Antifa did this because that's a that's an opinion I've heard out in the wild. Yeah, um, not not even just like on on Facebook or anything like that where where your craziness is like insulated because you have a certain level of anonymity. Um, a uh, a person that I work with uh, alluded to uh, uh, the day of the the uh, the storming the the insurrection the coup whatever you want to call it um none none of these things actually were uh, able to happen but yeah um, the the uh, he, the, he, the sitting the ball tasing yeah the, the stomping uh-huh. the the being treaded upon yes yes um yeah a uh, a person I work with uh said something to the effect of Oh, I've got some theories on who actually stormed mm-hmm. the Capitol today. Uh, that's uh, th- th- that's something that I've been dealing with. Uh, someone in my family has been saying the same kind of thing, oh, right? Interesting, yeah. Where it's uh, you know, these people are all Antifa, but also uh, within a minute of claiming that, also clarifying that Biden never got crowds this big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um it, it's uh, um, well it's the same thing that we've seen with uh antifa this entire time where you yeah know, they're uh they're weak little soy boys yeah but they're also super soldiers trained trained and funded by george soros who are going to take over america right uh it's uh 
uh, Schrodinger's uh, Antifa, I guess. I wonder if, like, uh, uh, have we talked about any kind of theorist or theorists that have talked about that kind of Schrodinger's uh, uh, individual thing where they're both very weak and very strong? Um, like uh, Umberto Eco maybe may have mentioned something yeah, like that. Yeah, Umberto Eco um, for sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a this is a common uh, strategy from from fascist thinkers. Where... To, but to to be fair, um, I'm seeing this shit come from everywhere right now, uh, where everyone is is thinking that everyone else is very strong and very weak at the same time. That's just like we're the that's the soup we swim in. Uh, but uh, still, notable that it is one of the um, uh, defining characteristics of fascism. It's just interesting that everyone's like that now. Yeah, no, that's uh, for sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of really, really bad opinions swirling around this entire thing. Is it Deleuzian microfascism thing we talked about before? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anyway. Uh, so that happened. Um, it did. <laughs> it did. It did happen. <laughs> Uh, Parler, bad, uh, bad, dumb man sat at desk. For sure, Nancy yes. Pelosi desk no longer holy. Yeah, because that 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 has been a, a funny term I've seen thrown around is uh, uh, desecration. Yeah, or or this this yeah. thing has been desecrated. Um, I made a a somewhat drunk post the other day that talked about you know like what what this actually means. I think um, may maybe you disagree with some of it. Maybe you agree with some of it. I don't know, but uh, you you know this <laughs> this idea that like the the Capitol building is is some holy fucking sanctuary that you know hasn't been responsible for horrific things in the past, and and <laughs> and then the the other thought that uh, somehow a bunch of fucking idiots like storming the building and like getting in front of the lectern and saying, Hey, Trump won is going to somehow like change things. Right. Right. So, you know, there, there's, there's a lot of like really dumb conflicting ideas here where, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I, I, I haven't felt this conflicted about anything in politics in a long time because it's like, it's, you can't tell me that this isn't either, and it can be both, <laughs> but either fucking cool or hilarious. It's definitely hilarious. But, but it's also horrifying, right? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. of the people that are doing it. <laughs> right. And and so that's that's you know, that kind kind of where I fall on this is, you know, I, I made a couple of this this in no regards whatsoever was ever going to be a real coup because no. it's being led by people that have no idea what they're fucking doing. Right. Uh, they're, they're completely directionless. They're just flailing impotently against the system. They don't understand. Uh, they, they've been duped essentially into believing that, that somehow storming the Capitol building was going to convince everybody that, you know, they're, they're in charge now or Trump is in charge still. Right. I mean, in in a way, it is still a a a bizarre indirect coup and one that's been happening for a couple decades now, right? Which is that uh, yeah, no, this this, this, this is, is this is the culmination of of several decades of you know 
white supremacist. Right. That's uh, that's not even what I'm talking about, though. Uh, which is that this is this is the culmination of uh, a couple decades, if not longer, of of essentially uh, psyops. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah. oriented around uh, establishing more and more of like a security state, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we're only, we're slowly just going to become Alex Jones uh, on this <laughs> because it's uh, because of, I guess he's right now. Uh, but uh, where the friggin' MAGA's gay? Where we rather than uh, a coup where we get Trump in power for another four years, I guess um, it's it's a a coup where um where not only does the security apparatus uh is is it going to gain more power through like a new f- form of the patriot act after this like absolutely yep. that's going to happen yeah for sure but but also all of the fucking lib shitheads uh who well, they're going to cheer it on. Well, they're going to cheer it on, but even worse than that, there's more to it in a horrifying way where all all of these assholes that we're talking about defunding the police, and guess what? We should defund the police. That is a fucking thing we should do. But the people who are essentially centrists that latched onto that because it's a cool thing to say um, are now going to see police responding to this kind of thing and think, Oh, that's actually dope and cool, and they're going to do things like tell the FBI about these people. But but the 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 whole the trajectory of all of this is towards uh, rather than even giving power to the police or giving power to the CIA and FBI or giving power to the federal government, it's it we're transitioning towards a reality where literally everyone is a cop. They don't want to defend. They don't want to defund the police. The standard lib doesn't want to defund the police. They just want to become the police. Yeah, uh, I, same thing with the conservatives. I mean, not to be. I, I, I'm yeah. reminded of, uh, and and this is a cliched thing to reference, probably at this point. But I think uh, the way in which I'm referencing it is is not uh, not not as cringeworthy as a lot of people. Uh-oh. Uh oh. But 1984, right? Right. Um. One of, one of the lines that stuck out to me the most in 1984 uh, was something to the effect that the uh, this this beetle-like person, this this insect kind of like person who, uh, you know, doesn't necessarily think that the the institution is right or wrong or anything like that, but has has a directive to rat out somebody else and and the, therefore because they just have that directive. Yeah. Uh, we'll do that. Uh, we'll we'll ultimately take power in this situation. Yeah, and I think that's that's what we're seeing is these these beetle like people who, you know, ha- have no real ideology except for what I'm told to do, I will do, and uh, you know, especially when it comes to this kind of thing, you know, I I saw a lot of really correct takes in in which people are saying, Oh, black lives matter would have been treated way differently, but nobody should ever be treated this, you know, like black lives matter has been treated. And then I saw a lot of other people saying the police should have absolutely been tear gassing the fuck out of these people. I'm like, they're no, these are, these are both wrong. Um, and, and you know, the, the, the security apparatus that we already have in place, uh, with the the Patriot Act and 
you know, the FISA courts and all yeah. these these other sort of things. Like, there, the, we we already have the structure necessary to to have locked these people down before they even set foot on the Capitol. Right. And this is still going to be used to issue more uh, austere sort of like uh, crazy. Uh, uh, declarations of anti-terrorism, right, and and more surveillance and and whatnot. Uh, it's 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 such a a dangerous path that we've we've put ourselves on, and you know the the Democratic Party is honestly going to lead that charge at this point. Yeah, because they're they're the party of like efficacy or like to pretend that they are right. Um, right. but uh. I will say that uh, now that we've started referring to people as uh, Beatle people, we we are now <laughs> we're now going to be referred to as anti Semites by someone. Um, yeah, that's fine. They're, they're all vermin. Uh, <laughs> that that'll get the Beatle people, not the Beatle people, not the not the you know you know who, <laughs> which I'm not allowed to talk about. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it, it, but 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 still, I mean, I the. The amount of action that's taking place here by any kind of dark, shadowy, you know, back room uh, full of smoke, right, <laughs> is, uh, is I'm sure, uh, minimal, right? Uh, yeah. If, if at all. And, but, but, but so, so not, not, not only is it that, the security apparatus, by being an apparatus, uh, is machining its way into more and more complex formations of itself. No, no, no. no. This isn't but, like some deep, dark conspiracy. No, no, no. This, this is just... It's worse. Yeah, be, be, it's, because, it's regular, just day-to-day sort of machinations. Right, right. right. But, but, but the people fail to acknowledge that we live... We live in a society... Uh, but we live in a society and we live in a technological state where the environment that we're within itself functions as an organism, right? Or or AI already functionally exists. And I'm yeah. not even talking about adversarial networks or anything like that. I'm talking about the fact that most of the bands that we saw on Twitter the president not included probably <laughs> we're we're automated right yes. these weren't people sitting behind a desk saying we ban fucking uh i don't, I don't know well, wh- whoever the let's, fuck uh, let's and talk a little bit about the right bands. and we will uh, we will but but uh, keep, i'll keep complete going. this sorry, but sorry, sorry. but and and the security apparatus works the same way where because of the fact that this is a a space where power is consolidating power in its organic way, will continue to consolidate more power around it, the same way that algorithms... It's not that YouTube is owned by fascists. It's that YouTube has algorithms that like to consolidate power, and fascists yep. like it when you consolidate power. Yep. And so all of these things are functioning off of more or less physical laws of the universe that happen to work horribly when you include ethics inside of it, right? Uh, or morality... And so we we because, have because it's we, it's, it's an uh, an ideologically void 
process. Right, right. right. It's all purely process-oriented, just like the Democrats are, yeah. is they're process-oriented without ideology. And don't get me started, though, on the people with ideology but no process. <laughs> but uh, uh, cough, uh, internet tankies, cough. Uh, but Which I've had a great time with lately. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, but as, but as to I get routinely censored from their uh, right. From their, <laughs> but just just groups. cleaning up all my points so that I can yes, say something please. cohesive. Yeah. Finally, is just the the fact that that it's not it's not even that there's a scary thing happening with uh, with the deep state apparatus. And all these people, like the fucking Clintons or anything, and it's not some fucking pink-haired uh, cancel culture woke scold, and it's not some fucking ignorant inbred shithead. It's it's larger complexes of abstractions that are working essentially as parasites on human beings that are advancing themselves further and further, uh, and. Uh, that's the fucking scary thing, is that we're working towards a culture where, a culture and, and a technological state where everyone, we cannot, <clears throat> we can't escape from the police and we can't defund them because everyone's going to be the fucking police. Everyone's already the police to start yep. with. Yep. And there's no way to save ourselves from political ineptitude because we're all part of political ineptitude as well as political process. And how the fuck do you fix that? I don't fucking know. But we need to become more aware that that's actually what's happening and not some group of shithead boomers or some group of college students that don't know what they're doing. Like, this is insane. Or, you know, the people drinking adrenochrome out of baby skulls. Uh, you know, in the Epstein Island, which is probably the most likely of all the three theories. But yeah, yeah, no, that's <laughs> probably the thing that's happened the most. Right. Honestly, yeah. I agree with my my uh, my mother about one thing, and it's adrenochrome. <laughs> um, huh. sorry, that didn't clarify anything, but I'm done. <laughs> no, I get it. So, uh, what's going on? Yeah, what's going on with the world? It's fine, right? Uh, well, I think we we talk about it most of it. I guess. Oh, good, so, good. Yeah, we we finished. Just end it here. Yeah, let's go. Um, shit. Well, which uh, which way do, do we you do you do, think do Trump wanna... is going to get impeached over this? But actually, more importantly, more important than any kind of question about process, I'm just wondering if because I mentioned the security apparatus so much. Maybe there's some way for the CIA to like rebrand themselves in a way that's comical <laughs> or pornographic or or grimy, maybe grimesy, perhaps. Uh, what do you think? What do you think? Maybe the CIA can find its way through this and become the good guy again. Yeah, let's. Uh... So, so the CIA did this really cool rebranding thing. Right? <laughs> um, see, it was a joke, guys. Did you yeah. see that it was a joke? Uh, yeah, let's just let's just pull up CIA.gov. Fuck yeah! Let's just let's just take a look at it. It's uh, good. <laughs> look at that. Hey, what, what does that guy look like? <laughs> I don't know. That's the thing. That's that's actually the thing. Is I don't know. Because he sure? <laughs> he looks uh he looks like a stereotypical uh Latinx person. He looks like yeah. 
uh, he, he, could, like be he could be he could be Middle, Middle Eastern. Eastern. Yeah. He could yeah. be uh, he could be anything. He he's, could be a he's couple an of ambiguously things. Ambiguously, sure. yeah. He's, uh, uh, here, here's what happens uh, when you refresh person. it. Is, uh, oh, oh, oh. oh, he. Let's let's try again. Okay. Let's Hold do up. it again. He he doesn't pop up every time. There. We oh, go. a black lady oh, with black, with beautiful yes. hair actually. Yeah, no, you have she's, very she's big gorgeous. hair. She's gorgeous. Yeah. I mean that that guy was handsome. She's yeah. gorgeous. Oh, oh a, a, we got another a, also black very good-looking black man. Yeah. Oh, oh an, Asian an Asian lady. Oh, a black oh, man again. Oh, there's there's more. There's more. Oh. I promise. He he pops up more than most. Are you? There we oh, go. Oh, she's beautiful. Some, she's gorgeous. Some Latinx yeah, absolutely. person. All uh, of these people are beautiful. She, she, are you telling looks, me uh, that there aren't any white people? <laughs> is that what you're complaining about? Is that the whites are being pushed out of the yeah. CIA? I, I I wish there was more white representation in the CIA. <laughs> uh, nice. So okay. so she looks like she could either be uh, Latin or or like Persian yeah, or something. Yeah, Eastern Persian, something like that. Yeah. Uh, there there's there's there we go. We found the white. Oh person. well, no, he has almond shaped eyes though. So he's he's white, but he might he might be he's mixed. He's got a little bit of ethnicity. So him. I'm just saying that he's got no he's got no fucking jaw though. Are you telling me that the CIA is committing phrenology? <laughs> and now we are by proxy? See, we've become the cops! Oh, god damn it. I think there's another one in here somewhere. Another, there's one of them in yeah, here somewhere. Another one of them. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, I feel I feel like it's nope. no coincidence. That, Let's uh, uh, uh-huh. right right before uh, Joseph Robinette Biden takes uh, takes office after promising that he's going to bolster the intelligence community. Oh yeah, yeah. that the uh, the intelligence community is rebranding itself as this uh, oh sure very sure diverse woke uh, group of individuals who uh, just want to commit a little bit of espionage. I will say one thing about their representation here: they picked very attractive people. Well, they did. I mean, we we we've made note of that, oh. and I am sorry for making such note of it. I'm just very lonely. Uh, <laughs> so sad. But um, there's one type of people. Up. Ever since that we said we were lonely, there's there. It's the all women now. Yeah. Up, yeah. Uh, there's there's uh, yep, there's yep. one type of person. They're listening. They're listening, dude. Look at this. There's one type oh, okay. of person. I'm still lonely. That is <laughs> that is strangely missing. Uh, what what kind of person is that? Uh, in in the uh, in the words of uh, those that I admire most, where are the white women at? Uh, th- yeah, that is, that is something that is missing. You see, I, did, I didn't notice that. Oh, go back. Which honestly, that's that's great. I forget who made a joke about this. I feel I feel like it was Nick Mullen. <laughs> um, probably it probably was. But uh, but the fact that uh, we will soon have a POC uh, a woman president. Because Biden's going to die in three days. Yeah. Uh, not by our, our plans. We have nothing to do no, with this. No, no, no. If, if Joe Biden dies in three days, it's, it's not because, because of Kamala. <laughs> <laughs> or Kamala. Kamala, uh, Kamala. Kamala. I don't fucking care. Uh, I can't do it. That's I don't know how. pretty racist of you, bro. Yeah, that's what it is. But, uh, but as soon as we get Kamala. Did I do it right? Yep. Okay. Kamala, uh, as president of the United States... The white women will still desperately want to elect a white woman president, but they'll never be able to ask for it because no, no, you can't no, say, thing well, we've be... already had a woman, but what if, what if we had, what if we had a, 
you know, what if what if the woman was white? We need a white. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you exactly what the argument will be. Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. Kamala, if Joe Biden dies and Kamala becomes president, will not be the first elected woman president. Okay, fine. And so yeah. and so the argument from from the uh, the people who want the first woman president uh, to be white will be that uh, it will be the first elected woman <laughs> to, president. To be fair, I'm not saying that these people want the first woman president to be white, just that they would want a white woman president. Um at some I feel, point, I feel, I feel like not necessarily the first. <laughs> I mean, they 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 would probably get a little happy that that person happens to be the yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but they'll 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 do whatever they need. Anyway, I feel like uh, digging into a hole there. What's next? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, the CIA is trying to look woke as Joseph. They are uh, Joseph Biden is by keeping the white women out. That's a slight, I think, against Hillary. Um, I think uh, I think there's there's you know, and and we won't go too deep into this because this is a little bit in the conspiracy realm theory. Well, I already conspiracy said that we live realm. inside of an AI. Yeah, so fair enough. Uh, uh, I don't think it's surprising at all that, uh, the people that they've chosen to, uh, to put up on their site are, um, uh, Latin American looking, uh, Middle Eastern looking, uh, African looking people, uh, when, when it comes to things that the intelligence agencies are going to be looking at over the next couple of years you have. Yeah. We don't want to invade France. <laughs> yeah, we we're not we're not looking to go into Europe yeah. and fuck up their economies or anything. What we're looking for is a crushing of the leftist movements in South America. Uh I've hypothesized a war with Iran that that I think is on the horizon. Uh so so that's where you would want Middle Eastern looking people. Uh, in Africa, you have China doing a bunch of, uh, not to say that China is doing this for altruistic reasons. They have very clear financial reasons for doing this, but China is investing heavily in Africa yeah. and, yeah. and infrastructure and infrastructure whatnot. Yeah. because they, they want to, uh, harness the resources that are coming out of Africa. Yeah. That's goddamn geopolitics, friend. Absolutely. So there's all sorts of reasons that they want people who look Asian, people who look Middle Eastern, people who look Latin American. I uh, just realized that the the one white guy, uh, he he could very well be... South African? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking bec because of the eyes, because we are, again, I will remind you, phrenologists here. Yes. Um, we're we're but, measuring skulls and eyes. and. <laughs> but he uh, he could very well be a Sammy. Or some kind of uh, 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 northeastern Scandinavian Ruski type person. He could be. Uh, he could even be from the Balkans. You oh, know, God. all of which are spaces that uh, we would never inspire any kind of, kind of conflict. Uh, but yeah, I mean, of course, they they want to attract more people that uh, that would happen to engage with any of their current interests. Yeah current yeah, and future and, and, well yeah and, and just in general i mean the some of the headlines i saw were uh that the cia is worried that it's you know just a bunch of old white dudes <laughs> right right i mean that's what we picture right yeah is it's a bunch of old white dudes and then there's like one buff white dude that happens to like know how to karate kick 
Well, yeah, because he he trained in uh, Japan under the yeah. the last remaining uh, under the Raza Yeah, <laughs> the, the last remaining uh, Japanese ninja. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's all Tom Cruise. It's Tom Cruise is all the way down, <laughs> friends. People think it's turtles now. No, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Uh, shit. So where we go from here? Just, I guess just click straight down, buddy. Yeah. Um. I mean, there's another CIA thing. What is that? Is it the same shit? Oh, yeah. No, it's just, it's oh, just yeah. a different thing about the CIA. Is she not wearing? Oh, no. There is a shirt. I was like, that is a not how someone Man, should dress. risky as shit. Yeah. Um... There we go. This is the one I want. Oh, man. He's, so we got, he uh, looks... We got Joe that Biden. is a bad image of that, man. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. get better looks after, pain. You, after you listen to this. All right, let's do um, it. Make sure the audio levels are okay. Audio levels are okay. So this is Joe Biden talking about Mitch McConnell because Mitch McConnell did the, the bare minimum of uh, saying that Joe Biden won the election and that we shouldn't just uh, throw out all the uh, the electoral college votes uh, after uh, Trump uh, tried to incite a weird coup that was ineffective. It was straight up cuckoo. <laughs> <laughs> I was so proud. I know we're on opposite sides. I've been criticized from some of the people in my party for saying this, but I've worked very hard with and against the former, the president, the former, soon to be former majority leader, Mitch McConnell. I thought what he said on the floor of the United States Senate was, in fact, the right thing to do. He stood up. He's ashamed. I spoke with a guy I had enormous respect for, enormous respect for, and I ran against him, Mitt Romney. I spoke to Mitt this morning again. This is a man with enormous integrity, enormous integrity, who lives his faith. There are so many more, but there's others who should be ashamed of this. You know, uh, pause it for a second. You know, he he, he mentions uh, that he ran against Mitt Romney. Yeah. Um, Joe Biden has been running for so fucking long, he's ran against everyone in the Senate and Congress. He can say that about anyone in the fucking universe. I think he's ran against me. I'm not aware of it, but it's (laughs) happened. Uh, Yeah, no, uh, it's it's funny that, you know, he brings up his past runs because... Because his runs are embarrassing. His runs are very embarrassing, except for this last one. uh, No, that was embarrassing, too. It was embarrassing, but... Less fiber. It it was it was less embarrassing in terms of uh, being disqualified because they caught him plagiarizing speeches and stuff, <laughs> right. which is which is what happened in uh, Joseph uh, Biden's earlier runs. If you're um, gonna call him Joseph, remember the Robinette. Come on, I just kind of <laughs> kind of work in and out of that. Never forget the Robinette, guys. Yeah. Joseph Robinette Biden. God, that's a hot name. That's a uh, so that's a pretty boy right there. The, the most gorgeous boy. Okay. Republican Democrat. This is about people who understand what this country is about and the things we have to agree on and move together. I, I just think. That- I, I would like to note that uh, uh, Mitch McConnell has declared himself the grave digger of democracy several times and uh, has 
hundreds of bills that have, that, that have just been sitting on his desk that he refuses to call a vote on. Uh, so when when Joseph Robinette Biden says that, you know, this is about people who understand what America is about. Uh, what what he's talking about is a person who has literally done uh, the most damage to democracy in the last 40 years of any other kind of person. Um, you right. know, say, say whatever you will about the presidents we've had. They've, they've all been shitty for, for decades. No, but McConnell's a fucking nightmare. McConnell yeah. is a fucking nightmare who, who has used his, uh, his majority in, in the Senate to stop every single bill, like e- even regular bills that are just like, sort of okay sort right. of fine uh you know the 2k stimulus he stopped that uh because he, he just has that kind of power and think about how 1400 more dollars would feel in your pocket right now friends yeah exactly uh, and think about the turtle that's <laughs> chewing on all that money right now yeah and we'll we'll talk a little bit tortoise about i'm the, sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry turtle tortoise it's all he's a land loving tortoise okay yeah I've never, fuck with se- me. I've never seen him in the ocean thank you I... oh god what a disgusting image a wet <laughs> just, mitch mcconnell just all of his like just moist fucking like skin fat just like floating just peeling him. off <laughs> <laughs> it's like a like a corpse that you leave in the bathtub for too yeah, long yeah yeah like uh with, with maybe like a little bit of an acidic compound to fuck just like yeah. break it up and god that's hot yeah. Just keep that bath water at like a good 85 degrees right, so everything yeah. really Lu- grows. Lukewarm bath water with like an acidic God. compound and just like all of the skin fat just kind of like flaking off. I haven't had to do it so far. And, and are you going to masturbate on? Well, I mean, there was podcasting? first, there were all the beautiful CIA people. <laughs> and then there's the thought of Mitch McConnell melting in a bathtub. <laughs> and now all I can think about is. Honestly, you how should, uh, awkward having an erection is on our second video recording of this. You should. Uh, this is actually our third. Uh, you should duck down. I don't and, remember and the person behind you. Oh, uh, hold on. A, a person who would it's have been. Me. It's more of me. <laughs> a person who would have been completely fine with uh, public masturbation. Can I talk about Diogenes for a second? Can we get through this clip first? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> If you look at it, I talk to him. God awful debacle. God awful debacle. It's good. Hey. You know, because because the Republicans are gonna are gonna learn a lesson from this, right? What's so funny is this is like Biden is is essentially saying like a like a Zizek take right now, where uh, no, he he totally is. He's not aware of it. He's not aware no, of no, it. No, sure, but but it's this whole idea that the government exists as like a libido uh managing patriarch that stands in front of you when you want something and then manages your out of control desires and he himself is saying 
well, the Democrats need a, a principled opposition because he wants to make sure that all the crazy shit that Democrats want, uh, that the uh, Republicans can, can temper that, you know? <laughs> and not just from like a we don't want any one party to be in power kind of way, but I think it genuinely is from that kind of psychoanalytic space. Not that he knows psychoanalysis, but psychoanalysis describes something that's real, and he happens to be aware of and engaged in it. But he's he's in he's realizing that he needs a repressive structure in order to maintain his own existence and i think that there's a not to be arm i mean you can't be an art, armchair psychoanalyst right only armchair armchair psychologist <laughs> so I, i'll armchair psychoanalyze as much as i want but um like his the the issues that he's had with his sons, especially one of them, who happens to be a little bit more libidinous than uh, most people. Who happens to still be alive. Yeah. Who happens to still be alive. The other one is libidinous or was libidinous in a certain other way, perhaps. Um, not to speak ill of the dead. I don't mean that as an insult. No, it's okay. But, I mean, I'm certainly more libidinous than most people <laughs> that I know, uh, which is why I'm masturbating right now. Um but uh, none of your hands, which is none amazing of my hands. It's Kegels, brother. Yeah. You just gotta, you gotta, in in anyway. awe right now. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, okay. No, uh, keep going on. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, I, I hope it didn't break anything. Up you, <laughs> you mentioned my phallus, and you broke my psychoanalysis <laughs> point. Uh, but but he is aware of the fact through his own children. And by, I'm sure, his own engagement with reality, that the libido can run out of control, right? Mm-hmm. For sure. Biden yeah. is terrified of an out of control libidinous instinct of any sort. He wants instinct, to be libidinous. <laughs> 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 That's actually very funny. Uh, Got him. <laughs> but, but, <coughs> oh, fuck. Um, but he, he wants to be daddy, but in a different way than Trump, right? Because Trump is pure libido. He wants to be, he wants to be good papa. He wants to be good papa in the sense that he wants. still understands that papa has to hit some kids every now and then. Well, not even hit. That's the crazy thing because it's a different form of, of criticism. And again, to bring up Zizek, uh, uh, because, um. You know, I, I I know not all of the listener um, is is greatly integrated into theory, and and some of them very much are. Uh, but Zizek talks about the 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 types of the types of fathers uh, that can exist in a kind of a, a um, in a an archetypal uh, kind of sense, right? Right. Yeah. And how there's the father that tells you, you must see your grandmother right fucking now or I will beat the shit out of you kind of thing. Versus the one that says, well, you should see your grandmother because it would just matter a lot to her. And you know that you want to see your grandmother you do want to. 
And which one of them is ultimately more toxic? <laughs> and there's there's some debate there, but but we uh, see I've, two... I've dealt I've dealt with a, with an entire family structure that is the latter. Both of them? Oh, the latter. Yeah. Uh, well, well, there there have been some family members that right. were the former, but uh, it's it's definitely <clears throat> the latter that has that has been more damaging to me right. in my life because and that's Zizek's because, take. Yeah, they they make uh, they make concessions on certain things um you know uh, going into a more personal thing one of the last things uh, one of my uh, cherished family members said to me was if you're ever in your right mind you should talk to you know your family that's a great example of this yeah yeah and and it was you know initially it like kind of just rolled off my shoulders and i was like okay well thanks it was good seeing (laughs) you and i'm gonna go home now and then as I was driving home, it just like ate away at me. Like whenever yeah. you were in your right yeah. mind, like I've been in my right mind for a really long time. Yeah, and, exactly. And now you're telling me like, no, 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 no. The, the the state of healthiness that you're in now is is actually wrong. And and uh, if you were in your right mind, then you would be talking to these people that have harmed you through your entire right. life. Right. Uh, so yeah, no, it's 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 and definitely the latter that is more toxic. If you'll if you'll recall as well, I mean Zizek was uh, pro Trump in a uh, accelerationist type of sense. Yeah, but which uh, isn't great either. <laughs> it's not great. I mean Zizek and I have a lot of problems, but also we will be at the end of the month discussing. We're going to do an episode on accelerationism, yes. and I'll describe that, and it will be incredibly painful for everyone involved. Uh, and those not involved. That's just what accelerationism does. Uh, but but the reason that Zizek feels that the Trumpian aggressive beat-your-ass father is less troubling uh, in, in certain ways than the Biden-esque, oh, but you love your grandmother uh, kind of a father is because... Biden convinces you of this, whereas a Trump uh, reminds you that you hate your fucking father right? Yeah. and you're going to rebel against him and you won't see your fucking grandma because you don't care. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. When, when Trump says, see your fucking grandmother, you're like you're initially like, resistant. Fuck you, old that. man. Yeah. You don't know me. Yeah. I don't fucking like you. Yeah. Get away from me. Yeah. You don't know me. I don't know you. That's my purse. Uh, yeah. What's the whole quote there? What's the? No, 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 that's it. That's my. That's my purse. I don't know you. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know you. That's my purse. And then you kick them in the nuts. <laughs> anyway, so um, dope, dope. Biden seems Ooh. cool and chill, and he's uh, gaslighting everyone and letting us know that Mitch is a cool dude. Which, you know what? Thank you, Mitch, for uh, not <laughs> helping actively to collapse democracy, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that's, honestly, that's from Mitch, maybe, that's, maybe that is a win. Maybe it is. Uh, oh, no, it's not. I think it is. But honestly, it's not a win that you're, that's worth thanking anyone for. For sure, you know? not, not thanking anybody for I don't thank someone for moving out of the parking spot their triple part through you know like it's good that it happened it's good that they left the three parking spots that i need i, I, I have a more poignant maybe metaphor fuck for that. you uh i don't think anybody sick for, of this shit. for uh, stopping stabbing me 
Oh right. Well, there. Yeah, that's the uh, the the. I almost called him Alec Baldwin because I'm an idiot. Uh, the James Baldwin um, uh, thing where yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. where oh no fuck it's not him. Are you sure it's not James Baldwin? I think it is. It James Baldwin? I don't think it is. I think it's actually Malcolm X. It it could be either um, of them, and now you've got me confused. Both of them could so. have definitely said it. All I know is it was not. Um, uh, Martin Luther King, uh, <laughs> but uh, but it was one of our more aggressive, uh, maybe snide but eloquent in a beautiful way, uh, civil rights leaders, who said, um, uh, no, it is Malcolm X. It's absolutely Malcolm X. Okay, maybe quoted by uh, Baldwin. You should check. You should check because I don't want to get this wrong. I, I even don't though even, I have, I don't even know where you're going with. Uh, this anymore, but it's but... if you stab me in the back. Uh, and uh, you stab me in the back six inches, and you pull it out three. I don't. Uh, I. I. You don't deserve my thanks. They said it better than I did, but uh, yeah, that that could honestly be either one of them. Yeah. Both both kings, you know. Both incredible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you if you listen to Baldwin speak, and ba- ever Baldwin, and Baldwin is 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 so eloquent and. And beautifully spoken, it, and uh, but it, in, anybody who who wants to engage in any kind of leftist politics should listen to a lot of them. Totally agreed. But if you ever listen to him speak and you suddenly get bored of it, you should give up on being alive. <laughs> is how I feel about it. Like it's it's no, not no, that no, because Baldwin has he, he's not just poignant in in what he says, but he's he, but he has poetical such, yes, he, and he has such. Uh, a natural cadence in, in yeah. how he speaks, and like, he's an incredible writer. It, it reminds me a lot of um, um, uh, Cornell West. When Cornell oh. West speaks, you can't help but feel a thing inside of you. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Baldwin, I see what you're saying there. Yeah. James Baldwin has that same thing. Like they they have completely Still, different styles yeah, of speaking. Yeah, of course, yeah, very but different. When both of them speak, you can't help but feel something inside of you, and and it's a spiritual thing in a lot of ways. And and I'm I'm beginning to learn that my my resistance against spiritual things is not like uh, a good strategy. Uh, oh fuck yeah! Time mentally. to read some Blake right right now <laughs> is the perfect time to start reading Blake. I yeah. swear to God, no, no, um, for sure. Um, but I'll get around to that. But Baldwin, the most i i uh, he's he's maybe top 5 writers of all time just the way that he he speaks yeah, and I, phrases I, things he's incredible I, I and and Cornell West absolute respect to Cornell West but but he is he's charm incarnate but but it's it's all charm with Cornell West, and I love him. I love him, no, no, but sure. no, but, I, but I with James Baldwin, it's everything is is laid out like it's a, a perfect phraseology on on the page. Yeah, he's just a fucking he's he's amazing. Yep, absolutely amazing. Yeah, um, I, I didn't know about James Baldwin for a long, long time, oh, and, and then it wasn't until kind of recently, honestly. That that I even heard his name, and then I started like you know look looking up speeches and debates. Well, because he's a had. civil rights leader that doesn't didn't get shot. Yes, right? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's one of the few that that uh, they can't rewrite history on because he kept writing his own history. I think is, is yeah. part of it. Um, 
no, just uh, one one of the absolute best uh, uh, as far as terms of debating, uh, as far as terms of like uh, 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 elocution in general, a, a theoretic right? that that doesn't die with the time it's born in. You know, yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing that's that's great. You, about you can great... listen to you can listen to James Baldwin. Uh, in any relation to a topic today, and it's still incredibly relevant, right? Yeah, I'm. I, I'm. The the thing that is great about great rhetoricians is that their tactics and their 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 styles don't age really, yeah. which is why we still look at like Cicero uh, for, sure. for advice yeah, yeah. with speech writing, even though um, he was Italian. <laughs> well, proto-Italian. We don't we don't I consider don't, the Romans Italians. Those motherfuckers. Uh, wait, wait but, which, uh, which group is motherfuckers? Uh, the Italians, oh, obviously. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, I'm still claiming that uh, Dante is owned by the Latins because he spoke <laughs> Vulgate Latin, which then became Ooh. Italian, but it is in fact still not pure Italian. So go fuck yourselves, you you monsters. I feel like uh, this is focused on like. Two or three people that you talk to, like a it is, it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody was arguing against you, and and you're just like well, no, focusing it, on... it, it, it is. It is commonly stated and believed that uh, that uh, Dante writes in Italian because people quote him in Italian because yeah. Italian Grotesque. is, in fact, what he wrote in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so they're right, but the thing is that. Before it was Italian, it was considered Vulgate Latin because yeah. there were many different Latins through the peninsula uh, that existed, and it became popularized largely I believe, through I Dante. You mean, uh, Latinx, uh, Latinx, <laughs> Latinks. Oh. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, I just did the whole Italian rant. There was something else before that. Yeah, I, I we talked uh, about Baldwin I and stuff. You. Yeah, it happens. Anyway, uh, Baldwin's dope. Uh, just phenomenal. Uh, I've never yeah. once seen something from Baldwin uh, that that I ever was like, oh no, I think I might disagree with him on this. Oh right. Well, yeah, no, no, yeah. I was just saying that the, the, the dude's the, just the... like so profoundly right in every way. Right, but but just saying that great rhetoric is at least per human terms, or for our human terms, more or less eternal. For sure. I mean, it, th- there will be be some modifications to that and i always have to think of foucault when i think about that but uh, uh generally speaking uh rhetoric will work the same way as it did uh a few hundred or a couple thousand years ago yeah uh and baldwin is a master of that just the same way that cicero was just the same mm-hmm. way that uh well those are the two people i'm willing to put on that pedestal uh, when it comes to rhetoric, so I'm glad I'm glad that you agree with me on Cicero. This is one Cicero's of my, dope. Yeah, he's one incredible. Of, one of my, one he, of still, my very he still secret, failed. <laughs> yeah, no, no. one of my one of my very secret like heavily political like uh, uh, beliefs is that Cicero was one of the greatest politicians that ever lived. I think he's an incredible rhetorician. I don't know enough about his political affiliations and, and movements to really know. In fact. The person that I was indirectly picking a fight with, <laughs> with the uh, the Dante spoke Vulgate Latin, not early Italian, sure. and uh, they're to clarify again, they're the same thing. <laughs> um, 
but is also someone that I think can approach us and inform us about uh, maybe Cicero's politics. So uh, um, I, would, I would actually enjoy having a conversation about them. Okay, sure. Emily. Emily, you're invited oh, onto the podcast yeah. now. You always oh. have been, uh, but, uh, you know. I had no idea. Yeah, you I had no uh, idea. I've actually read several of like autobiography or not autobiographies biographies about cicero and uh uh like historical uh uh recounts of cicero's uh doings and dealings i have not i've just read his speeches so i yeah, no, uh, yeah. i actually i actually know a lot about cicero which um is, uh, not I, I don't know how much Emily I, knows about Cicero per se, but I know that she's a classicist uh, and a brilliant <laughs> uh, person. Yes, yes. Uh, and uh, and so it uh, it would be perhaps good to have her on to talk about politics that are not yeah, necessarily I, I, contemporary. I think, I think I would maybe need to like brush up a little bit. Oh, uh, for sure, because it's been a while. But yeah, but yeah, I for for a very troubling amount of time i had this weird uh weird thing about uh greco-roman like history right and obviously cicero plays a huge part in that and so i i did a ton of research into cicero and his history and and all of his speeches and and uh the like chronological uh, relevance of, of what he was saying when he right. was saying it, et cetera, et cetera. Well, Mike, I'm, I'm sorry to say this, but I, I think that maybe it's time to, to cross the Rubicon uh, <laughs> and move on to more stories because we've yes. been... What? How, yeah, we've how been many, rambling. How long have we been doing this? this, has been, this has Three been and like, a half uh, hours? Uh, Four and a half hours? No. Five and a half hours? Uh, we're we're at fifty minutes now. Oh, okay. We we're like halfway minutes. through. Okay, cool. Okay, so what's next, buddy? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Cicero. Never mind. I take it back. Joe Manchin, that motherfucker. God damn it! So, Proof so he, that he, Democrats uh, suck dick. He he in walked a bad way. Back. Not a he cool way. He walked this back because somebody in the Democratic Party talked to him. But it's worth noting that uh, January 8th, January 8th, Democratic Senator Joe Manchin criticized for saying absolutely not to $2,000 stimulus checks. You will I, believe his reasoning for this. I don't fucking understand these fucking people. It's, it's, I don't. It's almost it like, doesn't it's make almost sense. Like, it's almost like they don't understand how to maintain political power, right? It's not even political power because, like that, of course. But, but just it's fucking math. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, let's let's uh, let's go ahead and go into a statement. All right, sorry, Senator Joe Manson, Manson, uh, Manson, key, Manson. Let's call him Joe Manson. Yeah, Joe That's Manson. Fine. A uh, key Democratic lawmaker said he will not support another round of stimulus checks, saying there are more pressing matters. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, the West Virginia lawmaker told the Washington Post, getting people vaccinated. That's job number one. The vaccines that'll totally be for free for everyone. How and is could not be assisted by the stimulus checks? How is the money that we invest now going to help us best to get jobs back and people employed? And I can't tell you that sending another check out is going to do that to a person that's already got a check. Can, uh, let let me let me 
this will be quick, I promise. But I don't care if it's not. <laughs> this will be long, I promise. I've said it before. If you, it was uh, a lie if you the first time. spend so much time that uh, uh, Joe Manchin accidentally dies during our talk, <laughs> I'm be fine good. with it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so when people talk about research and development inside of pharmaceutical companies, sure. uh, they're talking about something that doesn't fucking exist. Nope. Right? The United States uh, government... If, if, uh, just, just to uh, help... Uh, I guess reinforce this point. I yep. I literally worked for a pharmaceutical company for for two years. Right. So, so he's he's additional ethos to this. I, but I completely agree with you. But it doesn't but exist. pharmaceutical pharmaceutical companies more or less take the patents that the United States government puts yep. together uh-huh. because they do research and development through things like universities that we want to defund, um, and produce things like these uh, these vaccines. I don't know exactly which scientist came up with either of the vaccines, so I need to look deeper into that. But my money is on it not being someone that is sitting inside of Pfizer laboratories somewhere. My money is that it is someone at some fucking university. Maybe I'm wrong, but generally speaking, it is the case that this is government-funded uh, and it well, it's definitely government funded, but government yeah, owned yeah. even. But so, even if it so, is Pfizer so co- it's, Laboratories, it's still funded by the government. Uh, and, and so, and the other thing to to tack on to that just really please. quickly, uh, even if it's not directly government funded, even if it's not a government funded researcher, um, pharmaceutical companies get huge, huge tax breaks. Oh yeah, and they from the government, and so and, do they and, and need. The, our roads yes do they and, and, need and our there's, regulations there's all sorts of, do they need all sorts of other things, the things you can that they, draw from from right. government that that uh compound into the success of these uh these pharmaceutical companies right. uh but ultimately like even if it didn't directly come from a government yeah, even if they lived in some kind of uh island yeah yeah, even if it, even if they were completely isolated from from all of that, like the the amount of tax breaks and uh, government funding that, equates that to payment. Pharm- pharmaceutical companies, it's literally in general. Payment. Yes, yeah. it's, it is literally payments for what they do, and all of them benefit from this. And and to compound that um, is the fact that if you give everyone. In the U.S., especially poor people, $2,000, and they, needing to be alive by food and rent and shit, and then by stuff they don't fucking need even, PS5s, dildos. (laughs) I don't give a fuck. Hey, hey, hey. There is sales tax on that a, shit, a you stupid a, fuck. A dildo is a and, and guess what? If they spend it in Nevada, where there's no fucking sales tax, guess what happens to that money? It generally either gets put into some fucking fund somewhere and is never seen again, or moves into the wider economy and then gets recouped into sales and income tax. And because of that, 
all of this fucking money is what pays for the fucking vaccine, you fucking dumbass. Give everyone $2,000 and pay off the fucking vaccine, you grimy fuck. I'm done. It just, it's so, it's fucking math. It's not, like, you can't (laughs) avoid it. It's not some ideological thing where I think that gays can't get married because I'm an asshole. And there's no no way to fucking prove that I can't be an asshole. It's that they're ignoring fucking math. Well, see, the problem is... uh... It's like 11 uh, p.m. and I'm screaming in an apartment. (laughs) I want to die. We'll, we'll work on that. <laughs> uh, so, so refill I my mean, drink. Yeah, I, I don't think it's uh, necessarily that. Uh, uh, oh, he knows. Yeah, Joe Manchin. He knows. knows. He knows. Uh, the problem is that he doesn't want to give poor people money, right? Yeah. Like, well, because what, what it ultimately comes down what, to is, if you give poor people money, they don't have to sell their asses. Yeah. They they don't have Crazy. to uh, they don't have to vote out of survival they don't have to do a lot of things that uh, or not vote out of survival that's more important no, no, for sure I think. yeah yeah there's 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 multiple ways to look at it if but, but if you're too when you, when if you you're so put... poor you can't fucking make it to the ballot box right that is guaranteed shit it, for the incumbent it is it is part of the the uh, the strategy of electoralism uh, absolutely. Uh, it is also a part of the maintenance of the ruling class. Um, M- Mansion is is. I almost want to say that he's he's the worst Democrat, but but then I he's up it. there. He's I, I he's remember up that there. Nancy Pelosi exists. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Manchin, though, like, I mean. Imagine if Joe Manchin was in Nancy Pelosi's shoes. Oh yeah, no, he'd he, be he worse. Absolutely, he would absolutely be worse than that. Uh, which is shocking to imagine that that's possible. For sure. Um, but so yeah, Manchin is maybe the worst Democrat, followed by Pelosi, <laughs> but only because <laughs> closely, of context. Closely by. Yeah. Um, one thing I have been seeing. And and maybe we should uh, we should end it after we talk about this. Uh, well, we want to do two hours, right? Fuck, I don't know, man. Do we? We have so much shit to talk about. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. We'll feel um, it out. I mean, I'm already yelling, so. <laughs> <laughs> but math. Yeah. Um. So Lisa Lisa Murkowski. Uh, <laughs> yeah, one of my favorite people. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's she's the Alaskan senator. She one looks of, one of the Alaskan senator. Yeah, she looks like if a... if you if you took Mitch McConnell <laughs> gender swapped and evolved, <laughs> that's her. This is this is incredibly turtley. It's amazing. It's tortoisey. I'm sorry. All these people look like a, no. She might be a turtle. She might be like a reptiles for some reason. Yeah, yeah. It, could they be rep? Never mind. Rip. Tylians? No, they're representatives. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Sorry. Uh so I'm gonna go ahead and read from from this. 
U.S. Senator Lisa Murkowski said Friday that Donald Trump should resign the presidency immediately and that if the Republican Party cannot separate itself from Trump, she isn't certain that she has a future with the party. Uh, she she later clarified that she would not join the Democratic Party, but uh, she would she would basically go independent. That's cute. That's yeah. fine. Who cares? Whatever. Uh, I want him to resign. I want him out. He has caused enough damage. Murkowski, Republican Alaska, said. You know what? An, That's cool. During an interview from her. No. It's not cool. Well, it's cool so far. Go on. I'm going to tell you. Go on. Said during an interview from her small Capitol office, steps away from the Senate chambers that were invaded by pro-Trump rioters on Wednesday. Murkowski is the first Senate Republican to call for Trump's resignation, according to CNN and national congressional uh, reporters. Um, So there there was a there was an impeachment that happened during Trump's presidency. What? And the uh, the. Uh, stop, stop moving my screen. I wanted to look at her face again. So I'm going to drag this screen over. And, uh, okay, what's going on? We'll start here. Um, so uh, there, was, there was an impeachment that happened during... There uh, was. There was, President in fact. Trump's yeah. uh, reign. I think it was Trump that was being impeached, too. It was, it was Trump yeah. that was being impeached. And uh, when, when it went from the House to the Senate... Uh, senators had a chance to vote to convict and convicting uh, Trump would have resulted in his removal from office um, as, as well as like criminal proceedings, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, this is uh, one of the, the key points of Murkowski's uh, debate against that uh, during, during the impeachment. Okay. Uh, the response to the president's behavior is not to disenfranchise uh, nearly 63 million Americans and remove them from the ballot. The House could have pursued censure, not immediately jumped to the remedy of last resort. I cannot vote to convict. The Constitution provides for impeachment, but does not demand it in all instances. An incremental first step to remind the president that, as Montesquieu said, political virtue is a renunciation of oneself. And this requires a continuous preference of the public interest over one's own removal from office and being barred from ever holding another office of honor, trust or profit under the United States is the political death penalty. The president's name is on ballots that have already been cast. The voters will pronounce a verdict in nine months and we must trust their judgment. Right. But but. This is enough time for her to have changed her mind, right? No. 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 Fuck changing a mind. No, well, we should allow for these people <laughs> to change their minds. What, what do you mean? I, I mean, yeah, we, we should allow for them to change their minds, but... Uh, I mean, what she said here is dumb as fuck and bad and wrong... Okay, but, but if she's shitting on Trump now, what's the what what, no, what is no, no, the no. problem? So, so, what, so what the difference you... here the difference here is that she's calling for him to resign, right? And there's a difference between resignation and voting for somebody's impeachment. So what okay. she's doing what she's doing here This is, is from her the previous attempt at impeaching, not from yes. a current thing, right? Yes, this is okay. this is from the previous attempt. Yeah. So, you know, after uh, all the wall stuff and you know the uh, the hysterectomies right. that were being sure, performed sure, sure. On, on. So she was fucking immigrants. wrong. Yeah, agreed. Um, 
and you know all the other bad things that he did at, right. at the time she was saying oh no we can't just like condemn him to to a life of uh, uh yeah. political uh death. she's saying monstrous things yes i agree yeah and and now what she's saying is that he needs uh, to resign right and right. and what his resignation would mean is that she doesn't have to cast a vote for for impeaching him. Impeaching has him. has she responded to the calls for impeachment? This is her response to impeachment. Is that it's her call? It's her saying, response to the call for impeachment previous. No, this is the old thing. No, no, no. Her current. This is current. What you just read? No, no, no. Her 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 saying that Trump needs to resign is current. Yeah. But people are calling for impeachment. Has she responded to that? This is her response to that current call for impeachment is her saying that he needs to resign. Does this say anything about impeachment? Uh, Does it respond positively or negatively to that? Because that's what I'm curious about. So, so Because otherwise it this, seems like a non sequitur. No, no, no. But... This, this statement has happened after uh, calls for impeachment have happened. Right? Okay. I want him to resign. I want him out. He's caused enough damage. Yeah, and and this is as people were saying that Trump should be impeached. So her response to to, I think there's further contextualization in order to make this uh, make sense or matter, right? Well, well, let let me get to my point here. Okay, people are saying that Trump needs to be impeached again, yes. right? And so Lisa Murkowski's response to people saying that Trump needs to be impeached again is to say that Trump needs to resign. Is that what's Yes, it is implicitly happening. happening. It is implicitly happening because the, the idea of impeachment has already been thrown out there, and Murkowski knows that. And so what she's saying is he needs to resign. Sure. And by saying that he needs to resign, she's basically uh, 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 absolving herself of any implication that might be... Uh, yeah. Uh, performed through you know voting to impeach him voting to convict him right yeah i suppose so so essentially what she's doing is she's saying he needs to resign because she doesn't want to be put in a position where she has to vote to convict him um i guess i i i i think that's that's applying a whole lot of of thought into context that's not available right here but yeah i mean she seems like she was dumb and wrong in a shithead before and her saying resign versus impeach is bad but otherwise it doesn't seem like there's unless i'm missing something entirely it doesn't seem like there's enough context here to really say that what's occurring is that she's saying we couldn't possibly impeach. Well, she says that she wants him out, which is better than most Repu Republicans are doing, at least. So why call her out for being one of the Republicans that wants him out? You know? Because these people aren't dumb, right? They, no, they know neither am saying. I, though. They're, and they're, and you're they're, not they're giving enough just... context here to make this make sense. Uh, I... Uh... A, a I mean, I I think it's entirely possible that that's what's happening, but I, I want to see the, that additional context in order to make it really totally make sense. Otherwise, we're just going to shit on everyone that says, yeah, Trump should resign because we're going to read so deeply into their language that it ultimately devalues absolutely everything else.
Well, I mean, I mean, it's it's this is this is like it's a purity test for people that aren't on our side to begin with. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not trying to make this a purity test. Or but anything. that's what it is. Is you're saying? Well, you're saying resign rather than impeach. And ultimately, if they yeah, want because, him out, because, then they want him because out. Because Trump resigning doesn't require her to put on record a vote that she has either. Uh, uh, I see what you're saying. I uh, but 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 without that additional context of anyone speaking to her about impeachment to produce this statement. The the call for impeachment is already out there. I understand. So, so yeah, okay, nobody, Mike, nobody's, Mike, nobody's Mike, looking directly or in, in the d- eyes. Okay, saying, so so. I I was horny 45 minutes ago. <laughs> Fair. And you want to fuck your girlfriend. Does that mean you don't want to fuck me? Uh, what? What I'm saying is that without clarification of the entire context of this, you can't necessarily drop anything else out of it, right? It it's it's just and it's it's silly ultimately that we're getting caught up on this, but I, I I just feel like this is ultimately without additional context. It seems like a non-story because yeah, she wants Trump out. Well, no, this this is how Republicans are going to uh, okay shift. On I'm this, right? I'm willing to I'm willing to accept that that's occurring, but I would like to see additional contextualization to see that not just that the thought that impeachment is somewhere in the universe that they can have access to but that this is in response to that and not just her saying politically well i want him to resign as her way of saying well i want him gone but i want to be politically ambiguous about it versus hey do you want to impeach him and then she says well i don't want to i don't want to answer that right i i i just think uh, yeah, I, I get, I'm. I'm, I get what I'm not generally the, someone that's degree. really strongly on the the enemy of my enemy is my friend kind of thing, but ultimately we're we're saying, well, the enemy of my enemy isn't quite saying exactly what I want, and thereby they're not the enemy of my enemy. No, <laughs> I I I do get what you're saying, right? But I I think treating these people like they don't understand the the political I'm not even saying not understanding I'm talking about the con- the context of which this statement is made I mean this I don't this see statement a is context made after after calls for impeachment have happened Yes and it's not like Murkowski doesn't know that those those calls have happened Okay right? we're not making any movement on this so what's the next story <laughs> Fair enough <laughs> Um we have to have one more story, yeah, or else we're just gonna uh, d- drag it on on this. What is Crenshaw saying? Uh, Crenshaw's he talks about his little BP poo poo penis, yeah. or what is he saying? <laughs> uh, Dan Crenshaw on Thursday chastised President Trump as well as G- his GOP colleagues in Congress for opposing the election results and inciting the violent breach in the Capitol the day before. Uh, Crenshaw has been uh, one of those people that's been riding on the, uh, the Trump won the election and it was stolen thing. Right. And now, now he's seeing uh, that this is uh, an opinion that's not going to get him any further in life. For sure. So he's, uh, he's doing the, um, 
he's capitalizing on it and and basically saying oh no i've always had the uh opinion that you know yeah yeah <laughs> um so it's just interesting to see how all these people are shifting. Uh, in For sure. Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I do think that that is a wider phenomena. And, and I think that Dan Crenshaw is a fantastic example of that, uh, being his uh, beautiful uh, Texan yeah, self. I mean, we, we saw the... Uh... We saw the Georgia Reloaded video uh, where, oh, God, where, so where he airdropped out of the, uh, an airplane to fight Antifa. Uh, initially during... Did the, he win that fight? Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, initially they during stormed the Capitol, the, uh, right? Initially during the, uh, the weird thing that happened on Wednesday, uh, <laughs> he was claiming that Antifa was, was storming uh, Congress and not uh, Trump supporters. And then I guess reality got too too uh too undeniable for him uh so that he had to reverse his opinion that poor man yeah it must be hard to be dan crenshaw um well he's dead now <laughs> oh fuck no he's still alive dan crenshaw's still alive yeah no oh what a bummer not that we're saying anything should be done no no, no i'm not absolutely not yeah um just it sucks that he's alive. That's all. Uh, there, there are a couple or of real. funny stories. Oh, no, let's Wednesday, do it. Um, let's be funny. That that maybe uh, deserve talking about. Um, is this a proud boy thing? No, 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 no. There, there were there were five deaths on Wednesday. Oh, five! Oh my God, five there was deaths. an additional one. Okay. Yeah one one of them was a uh, Capitol Police officer. Oh, fun! I, I haven't heard any of the. Uh, uh, circumstances that really surrounded his death. So, a uh, police officer died. Someone tased their balls to death. Someone got stomped while wear, uh, holding a Gadsden flag. Yeah. Uh, those are the three that I know. I know there were four before. Five is fun. That's good. That's so, good. So, one was a Capitol Police officer. One was a guy who was trying to steal a uh, a painted portrait of Tip O'Neill. And that's the one that tased himself, right? That's the one that yeah. tased himself. Yeah. The report is that he tased himself in the balls until he had a heart attack. That's which so good. I'm, I'm prone to believe because yeah. he probably had it in his pocket, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so... So he tased himself and incited a cardiac arrest. Uh, Good man. One, one of them was a person carrying a don't tread on me flag. And then uh, she got trampled to death because irony is dead and we live in actual satire now. Yeah, I'm no longer willing to believe that we don't live inside of a simulation. Like yeah, with, sure. with melting Giuliani, with the stomped Gadsden lady, with the... Mr. Taze himself in the balls to death with a one-eyed supervillain as the Texas uh, representative. There's, yeah. no, we're, it, this is a simulation. This uh, isn't an, real. Another person uh, climbed a 20-foot wall and then fell off the other side of it and face-planted. Oh, okay. Uh, they died. So, okay. yeah, they, they died from medical issues stemming from that. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, what's the last one I haven't... Uh, Should have... Oh, oh uh, and then there was a the person that was... Trying to breach the area in which Congress was uh, sheltering. Oh, the lady that and, got shot. And Secret Service shot her because she had crossed like five fucking police lines at that point. And was breaking a window. <laughs> yeah. Well, not not even breaking a window, crossing through the window, right into into the area that uh, congressional members were sheltering in. Yeah. Uh, 
and and thus uh, literally which, like, performing uh, a violent act. Which to 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 be clear, fuck those cops and fuck all the people in the oh, Congress. Yeah, sure. Um, but also all of the people engaged in this uh, protest are also dumb as fuck. Uh, <laughs> and it's uh, I won't yep. say it's funny that any of them died. But it's funny the way that they died. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yeah, that's yeah. that's probably the right way to say. Yeah, that. Um, uh, the the way the method uh, that they. Uh, yeah, just like I, I I hope people recognize when I finally fuck myself to death uh, that it's not funny that I will have died, but it will be hilarious the way that I did it. He got that rib removed so we could fuck myself <laughs> to death. <laughs> the rib so I could reach into my own... Never mind. Uh, so, cool, cool. Yeah, everything's fine in the world. Um, and Trump uh, got his uh, Twitter removed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> may- maybe a brief word on that. Okay. Um, the You know, sure, it's great that uh, Trump... Has been uh, shut down on Twitter. Maybe it's not though. It's it doesn't not, matter. Though. And you know the Tw- Twitter has profited from Trump's Twitter, right? Yeah, and then because they they generate ad revenue based on how many people click on their fucking website, uh, and then there's there's a bunch of other uh, you know accounts that uh, they also decided to ban. Right. Uh, as of you know algorithmically i think a lot of that occurred like i think this that a lot of it was automatic i think yeah, I, I think I trump think so, was think was someone it, behind a button but um sure yeah well it I, literally I, was we I, know I, I think i think a lot of it was was based on algorithm but i think that algorithm is is tied to how many times did they like retweet trump in a positive way or whatever um but you know there there was a bunch of accounts that were banned that uh have generated a lot of clicks for for uh twitter over the years and now that you know it's not necessarily in vogue to uh to have those people platformed have those people on your website uh now that uh now that you know trump tried to incite some kind of weird takeover coup sort of thing um now uh now that it maybe might not profit them anymore they're starting to ban all these accounts right i mean as soon as uh the senate is technically because of the tiebreaker and control and the congress right and, now, and, now and, that and they don't have like a, a political backing uh you know, a senatorial backing, whatever you want to they, say. They can they can now get like little bonus points, high five from yeah. the public by like getting so rid of the guy that couldn't do anything super, anyway. Super super great that uh, Twitter, after yeah. years of platforming these people, has now decided to uh, shut them down when well, it got uh, too real. I guess. Yeah, I, I I mean it's ultimately kind of exposing the way in which. Um, Twitter and other forms of social media really should probably be nationalized. Uh, For sure. And they are ultimately just additional arms of what's more or less totalitarian or at least like autocratic power, right? Mm -hmm. So it's all, all Twitter is is an extension of the government as it is, which is why... 
upon Trump being removed from power, they remove him from power. It just reflects it. Yeah. The same way that I think ultimately Biden reflects uh, the movement of the Democratic Party, where he just simply responds and moves in line with them unless they're not being successful, in which case he goes along with the um, the Republicans, which is why he's actually a perfect, like, algorithmic president. Uh, <laughs> that's my take. The Joe Biden AI. The, 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 yeah, the, the Joseph Robinette Biden AI. Man, I can't wait to... Have everything go back to normal on the 20th. Yeah, I can't wait for my computer to call me Jack and shoot me in the neck. <laughs> uh, which, which, by the way, uh, uh, Parler, App you're was, working on? Parler oh. was banned from uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Google uh, Play Store and uh, the the Apple, uh, is it iTunes Store or just Apple Store? I don't know. Whatever it is. Who gives a fuck yeah. about this Apple creeps? Apple. I don't use Apple. Um but anyways, it was it was banned from uh, Google's Play Store and Apple's App Store uh, because people are trying to uh, organize a armed takeover on the uh, the nineteenth, I believe. I've I've heard the seventeenth and the nineteenth. Let's just uh, cross so, our fingers. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out um, and whether or not uh, and and uh, you know. <laughs> I I don't think it's good that uh that that there's heavy police presence whenever somebody uh protests but uh no the uh the clear distinction between how leftist movements are treated and uh right wing movements are treated is where, where stark you, yeah where you where you you know there there's videos out there it's easy to look up on Google um capital police like ushering people into the uh, the capitol building. Yeah, literally opening up the gates. Yeah. Literally it's, opening it's up the gates uh, and then also well, motioning for them to yes, come, come, come in. I mean, have you ever seen uh Bruce Banner and the Hulk in the same place? <laughs> no. You know? Yeah. yeah, well, no, exactly. And and it's already been it's already been revealed that uh some some off-duty uh, DC police were uh, were identified as part of the group that I mean a lot of the, the group building. was flashing their uh badges yep. uh, uh either off off-duty police or military uh and uh-huh. just being like, "Hey, choke us up." So that's cool. That's yeah. uh not a problem. Well, they were they were treated like friends for a reason. Uh, because they are um, so, so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out, uh, given, you know, uh, so, so the, uh, the chief of the DC police was, uh, or he resigned, um, and, and even Biden said he would fire him, uh, as, as soon as he became president. There you uh, go. Yeah. Uh, Something. Or, or Schumer, Schumer said he would fire him. Oh, Schumer did. Okay. Because, because Biden wouldn't have that power. Uh, hmm. but, but Schumer said he would fire him, um, well, Schumer with his uh, red, white, and blue mask, and right, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, but uh, that that that's apparently something that went a little bit too far. Uh, is is letting uh, weird, s- crazy coup attempters that aren't actually going to achieve anything storm your building and shit all over your place. Uh, was was just a little bit too far for all of them, I guess. Good times. Yeah. Um. All right, go fuck yourselves. Uh, right? You can't say that to the oh. listener, man. 
Sorry, we love you. Yeah, uh, I'll so, give you a back so rub. That's it for uh, the Benzo Rehab Dungeon. We'll rub your feet. Uh, we uh, we love you. Please take your medicine. <laughs> Just do whatever you want.